Welcome to Shenanigans at Shady Pines, a show where two 90s babies, who are a little too obsessed with the Golden Girls, sit down, episode by episode, to dissect the show. We'll answer the question, why is this show still a hit 40 years later? Hi, I'm Jenna. And I'm Caroline. And this is Shenanigans at Shady Pines. It should be another birthday. Isn't that what she says? Well, she said, yeah, there won't be any more birthdays. That's a, that's a really good suggestion. Well, thank you. No more birthdays. I kind of like that. Um, I did see, I think she did mention something about Monday specifically, but I kind of like no more birthdays. Should you, should you be writing the golden girls? Probably. Is this your career now? I love this for you. Um, Do you want to get into adult education? Yes. Cool. Okay, so the description of this episode is from Hulu. Sophia's friend has come up with an idea that will change her life. Okay, now, change whose life? Sophia's or Miss Depressy Messy? That was not very nice of me. (laughs) Oh, no, that was not very nice. I apologize. Um, It's okay. Um... Or, I, I mean, think it's both. I, I I assumed mother. I mean, mother Martha. Mm-hmm. But even though I feel like it's inappropriate to say change her life, yeah. it's because it's just not really changing her life. It's, it's end, in ending her life. Yeah. Um, trigger There's warning, by the difference. way, for suicide and uh, suicide ideation. So yeah. yeah. Um, from IMDb, the description is Martha Lamont, one of Sophia's close friends, is tired of the physical pain and suffering in her life and wants to kill herself. Okay. Now that's accurate. Now that's that's a description. That's a description right one. there. Just laid it all out on the table. Yes. <laughs> Did you now side note, the 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 side plot, I didn't know what it was gonna be. Mm-mm, I didn't remember. I know. I kind of because I've watched this episode a lot for some reason. Oh, you do? Okay. So I didn't know. And then when the Sandman thing happened, I was like, oh, that's this episode. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Nice. I love that. Yeah. That was exciting. <laughs> yes. Well, tell us more, Jenna. Okay. Well, this episode was written by Susan Harris and Gail Parent. Ah. I think Gail is a new name. I maybe it could be. maybe. Mm. And um, thank goodness this episode was directed by Terry Hughes. Terry Hughes. Terry Hughes. Right. We got a list of guest stars, so buckle up. Um, it's kind of funny because I didn't really see a like I didn't register that there would be a yeah. lot, but I guess there are a few. Well, the first one is the actress who plays Martha, and I'm just gonna call her Miss Fitzgerald. Um, her, Geraldine? Geraldine. Is that it? Yeah, Geraldine. Is that a name? Yeah, that's a name. It's her name. Alright, and then we have Doug Cox as Mr. Lillistran. We have Uh, Robert Nietzsche's as the bartender. John uh, Michael Quinn as the restaurant patron. My favorite. We have Jason Kane as the maitre d'. (laughs) We have Bonnie Urseth as Miss Lillistrand, and we have Richard Mulligan as Dr. Harry Weston. 
Dr. Harry Weston, who saved the day again. Well, speaking of Richard Mulligan, I watched Babes in Toyland. Oh, yeah, the movie we were talking about last time. Yeah, I mm. literally had to stop, Caroline. <laughs> it was it, so cringe. And I am not yes. one to be no uncomfortable during, like, movies I like love that. a cringy movie. I love a cringy movie. But this was beyond cringeworthy. And, like, yeah. I hate that because it's, um, what's his face in it, too? Um... Uh, Keanu Reeves. Yes, I know. I know. Very more, and oh my gosh! But man, it was awful. It was I awful. I actually started it myself, Uh and I stopped watching it. But I do that with movies, so I wasn't sure if it was just a me thing. I like the beginning, and then she gets to Toyland, and it's like, oh. See, I didn't like the beginning because I felt like she didn't need to. No one needed to go out in the storm. Well, I agree with that one million percent. No one needed that. Yeah, I don't know why she did, like, we, yeah. we can move on, though. Anyway. <laughs> Darn Richard Mulligan. Yeah. Um. So this episode aired on November 11th, 1989. 1989. Yes, it did. Um. Not too much was happening on this day. Now, this episode did come back on a Saturday, so we were back to Saturday. Mm-hmm. I think the last one was on a Monday, but anyway... Um, top five songs, Bad English, When I See Your Smile, um, New Kids on the Block, Cover Girl, Paula Abdul, It's Just the Way That You Love Me. Um. Mm, yeah, Paula. Yeah, I mean, that's really it. Hey, that's cool. You know, it doesn't always have to be the most eventful I guess I ever. always think, like, it's Saturday. Like, why isn't there more to do? I don't well, know. I don't know. I, I think that every time, though. I'm sure people were doing stuff. I know. There just wasn't a big, like, worldwide event, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I only have one fun fact. And what is um, that? Geraldine Fitzgerald mm. also appeared in Season 3, Episode 25, Mother's Day, yeah. where she played Anna. Anna? Who's Anna? I think that's the mother oh, who... Oh, yes, who... At the train away. station? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, is she British? Or is it that, like, American, like... Oh, transatlantic? Yeah. No, I think the transatlantic accent is more like this. But maybe, maybe, I don't know. Maybe that's like a stereotypical, like, transatlantic accent. It's not good what well, I'm that doing, but... sounds southern. Geraldine Fitzgerald. Maybe, I don't know, maybe it is. I don't know. Because she is an older generation. Mm-hmm. So who knows? Um, she did, at the very beginning scene, say something like, it did remind me so, like she had so at the end of the sentence that like, I was like, oh, she said, it did, she did look peaceful so, or like, um, I don't remember exactly the words, yeah. but talk about the funeral, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I was like, huh, she sounds very old. Yeah. I think but, it's just you know. old school. I honestly think it's old school Southern. Yeah. And like, kind of like Blanche, but like Blanche's mom. Yeah, sure. That, I could see that. Accent. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> well, do you want to get into the episode? Yes. Are you ready? Yes. Because I'm ready. 
Yes. All right. So the episode begins with um, Rose diapering a turkey. Oh, yes. You know how you diaper a turkey? Every Thanksgiving. And how you say diaper? Diaper. 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 And it, and it just, every time I'm like, Ugh. Yeah. I'm diapering right. a turkey. Diaper. But, like, good for Rose for practicing her skills. I mean, I feel like sometimes I need a refresher. Yeah. Now, question. Mm-hmm. Um, is this the age of... Are there disposable diapers yet? I'm Googling it. Please do, because I was like, oh my gosh. I'm sure when they were raising babies, they were cloth using cloth diapers. But, like, what about at that moment? Like, what are their kids using, you know? This says 1930s and 50s. Oh, okay. Well, maybe mainstream use? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. So as she's diapering the turkey, um, Sophia and Martha, her friend, her best great friend Martha, Mm. who they've been friends for eight years. Forever. um, By the way. Yeah, forever. Um... They come in and they just went to a funeral. Mm-hmm. Um, now, her best friend died. Her mm-hmm. like Martha's best friend died. So I guess they're not best friends, but you know they go by that. They go way back. Yeah. Um, her friend, her best friend Lydia died, mm-hmm. and um, it's a very somber kind of mood. You know, yeah. um, they talk a little bit about how peaceful she must be because apparently she suffered really hard at the end. Mm-hmm. And that's another kind of lens into death mm. where it's not just them being sad that she's gone, but kind of thinking, wow, like, it was must have been really hard for her at the end. Like, she must be peaceful now. Mm-hmm. Like, so, yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. Um, and this, this beginning part is very choppy. It goes very back and forth it in does. between. Those Did you notice that too? Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to take notes and I kept having to like go, okay, now they're doing this. Now they're mm-hmm. doing this. Now like the couple's there. So in the middle of all that, um, we find out that Rose and the other girls, I, it seemed, I was a little confused because at first it seemed like it was just Rose. Mm-hmm. Like babysitting the baby and the other girls kind of jump in. I don't know how, I don't know what you thought of it. I don't even know if it really matters, but. I always thought it was all three of them. Yeah. Especially with later events. Mm -hmm. Um, but they're going to watch the neighbor's baby. Um, they really just need a getaway. Just the two of them. I get that. Now, here's my, um, issue. (laughs) Why did they leave the baby with somebody who doesn't even know the sex of the baby. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I was That's like, concerning. wait, you're, you're going to watch this baby and you don't even know if it's a boy or a girl. I know what you're saying when you're talking about, like, who's, like, in charge. Because... That's yeah. when the girls ask Rose, like, is it a boy or a girl? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, it's a little concerning. They don't know the little sex concerning. of the child. A little concerning. <laughs> Um, I'm sure they just, you know, really wanted to go camping and get some quality time together. Yeah. I really liked the joke, though, where Rose is like, are you going to try and have another baby? And, like, you can tell they're just overwhelmed with parenting at the moment. And he says, I hope we packed everything. Let me go make sure I packed everything. (laughs) I thought that was funny. So funny. I love it. 
Um, so after this, um, they have that whole conversation about whether or not the boy, the baby is a boy or a girl mm. because its name is Francis. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Mm. I'm going to say what I'm going to say. <laughs> I, there's, I'm sure we've talked about this before with like older generation names. Mm-hmm. It's just so funny to be like Francis and it be a baby, oh, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. who looks at a baby and thinks, oh, that's Francis? Well, I was talking, I had a baby shower this weekend, and I was talking mm-hmm. to um, Sam's grandma about this, because we mm-hmm. have a lot of um, older names. Like, I have a Hazel this year. Oh, I love the name Hazel. I do, too, but that, well, I guess maybe because that's one of our grandmother's best friend's names, maybe that's why I oh, associate yeah, I it guess with it the is. woman's name. But, sure, like, yeah. I have her, like, Avanya, like, just older school names, like, yeah. a James who goes by James. Actually, oh, sweet. two Jameses. Yeah, it's it's very, very interesting. Yeah, I mean, names definitely do cycle around, and I'm not mm. saying Francis is a bad name at all. No, yeah. It's just... You know, funny, like, like Karen, child, like picturing, yeah. picturing a baby named Karen. Right, I'm right, sure it right. wasn't weird at the time, but now it's like, oh, you think of like a, a boomer aged yes. person named Karen. Yes. So, you know, and it's, it, it, yeah, there's like a whole thing. Um, so it kind of skips forward a little bit where Sophia is meeting Martha at this like fancy restaurant and we love I loved the bit about, okay, so um, Martha is sitting at the bar, mm. and Sophia getting the maitre d' to, like, lift yes. her onto the stool. Yes, that whole little interaction is precious to me. I know. Just, like, looking at her, like, being so little, and mm-hmm. just looking around and just trying to, yeah. <laughs> just, like, shift like, just her just, little like, lift the le- lifting her little leg. Yes. And it's funny, because we are, like years younger than Sophia but like you know those things where you're trying to figure out if you can do right. something physical and you're like well maybe if, yeah like, like yeah trying to sit down on the floor it's like like I feel like a dog I have to like circle around sure 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 what I'm thinking of is like not that I do this all the time but like like climbing over a fence where you're like Ugh. you know what I mean um yeah I climb over fences all the time. Not, like, a private fence. I'm trying to think of, like... Okay, so a couple, like, a year or two ago, Sam and I went to a wedding. Mm -hmm. And long story short, we took an Uber home. And so we had to take an Uber (laughs) back. And um, we went... To, so the Uber dropped us off, not at the venue itself, mm-hmm. but this house next to the venue. Mm-hmm. And so we were like too nervous. We didn't want to tell the Uber driver, hey, can you drop us off at this place instead? So we get out of the Uber at these people's houses and we have to walk through a fence. And it's not like a like a high fence. It's like a three piece. Like it, oh, uh-huh. you can climb through it, you know? And doing that was like, like Sophia, just like... <laughs> Like, hesitation, yeah. Yeah, you, like, try, and you need to kind of work yourself up to get through it, so I could relate to Sophia there. Okay. So. Last time I climbed a fence was when I got locked out of the house. (gasps) Oh, no. And so I hopped the fence, and this was a privacy fence, and my bra got stuck (gasps) on one of the pickets. And I ripped my bra in half. Well, I didn't rip it in half, but it almost ripped in half, but I got caught on my bra. 
That's amazing. Yeah. I'm so sorry that happened to you. I mean, it's a good story. So, moral of the story is we shouldn't climb fences. No. We should get Mater D's to lift us over them. And Uber drivers to drop us off at the venue. Yeah, definitely. And husbands <laughs> not to lock us out of the house. Uh, yeah, that also Not on good. purpose. <laughs> no. Oh, gosh, no. <laughs> I, I feel like I know Sam too well. I knew it was an accident immediately from how you, right. from the way you said it. So anyway, um, Martha is at the bar. You know, she's celebrating. Yes. She's Sis is having a Harvey, Harvey Wallbanger. Wall what is a Harvey Wallbanger? I'm Googling it. Okay. I'm Harvey having you do all the Googling. Wallbanger cocktail. Ooh, it looks good. Ooh, really? Oh. Oh. That's, that looks so good, actually. It um, does. Oh, it's so cute. Orange juice, vodka, maraschino cherry, orange. Um, oh. We should get our Harvey Wallbanger. No, we should. I love, I, one of my favorite kinds of alcohol is vodka. Then float the Galino. Galliano? What is that? I don't know what that is. Garnish? It's basically, it's basically a screwdriver. Yeah. With that, too. So, I am definitely down to try that. Okay, Martha. Martha gets it. She gets it, man. Yeah, love her. Yes, queen. So, she's having not just one Harvey Wallbanger. She has another one when Sophia shows up. She's like, Sophia, I'm celebrating. You order anything you want on the menu. Because, and she lists out like four things that she's ordering. Oh, yes. And every (laughs) single one of those sounds amazing. Oh, my gosh. The soup. Ooh. Oh, see, I'm about the filet mignon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she is crushing it. We love a filet mignon. And she tells Sophia to order anything. Yes. And she kind of goes on this vague rant for a little while about how things are going to change and something's happening. And we don't quite know what it is yet. Right. And um, eventually um, she's like, hey, can you come over tomorrow? Sophia's like, sure, why? And she's like, oh, I'm going to kill myself, and I, w- I want you to come over. I'm not laughing it's... because it's absolutely heartbreaking. I'm laughing no, because sure. the way that you're saying it is like, I mean, she doesn't come out and say it just like that, but she drops but like, a she, bomb. Like, she does. It's just interesting because she's, yeah. she's so optimistic about it, you mm. don't see it coming, which is pretty clever, I think. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because so, it's like she's yeah. having this great meal. You're thinking, oh, she's going to go like go on a trip or, you know. Yeah, she's going to celebrate. You honestly think, oh, they just had um, a funeral. So she's going to go out and celebrate her life because her friend is gone, you right, know. Right. Um, But then she says, oh, no, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. And I do not mean to make light of suicide. It's just. I cope with humor. Yeah. Um, you know. Mm. Um, yeah, suicide is not something that I take lightly. Mm-mm. Um, so anyway, um, they kind of go back and forth again. So they we go back to the house and Jenna, Jenna, Jenna. Poor Frank mm. is fussing. He's got mm. a fever. Oh my gosh. And it's a big fever too. It's 103.2. <laughs> what great eyes blanche definitely doesn't eat glasses no <laughs> but conveniently mm. not only do they live down the street from a pediatrician mm-hmm. 
He also happens to be the baby's pediatrician. What a coincidence. That's amazing. It's amazing, isn't it? Yo. Me. Ah. Us. <laughs> amazing. Yeah. So they invite Harry over. And I, I do like the little side plot of Blanche, like, wanting to seduce Harry and using the baby as an accessory. Right. I think it's really funny. A part of me just thinks about, though, have they, like, do they have, like, a flirtation ship? Have they ever gotten together? Do they, like, you know, like, what is their relationship? What, how does Harry, we know how Blanche feels about Blanche, uh, 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 Harry, Mm -hmm. but how does Harry feel about Blanche? Do we have to watch Empty Nests to understand? I mean, I'm assuming just because it's Blanche that she's obsessed with him because he's a doctor and handsome and this, that, and the other, and he's yeah. just kind of... Yeah. Yeah. Along for the ride. Uh, yeah. I uh, guess. Yeah. yeah. So now, we're back at dinner, mm. and this is where Sophia is like... It's after the cliffhanger, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And Sophia says Martha is crazy, And Martha's big um, argument is she doesn't want to die alone, so Mm -hmm. she wants Sophia to be there. Mm -hmm. Um, And she kind of guilts Sophia into it like, well, I'm going to do it no matter what, so I'd rather have you there than not there. Right. Right. So how do you feel about this whole situation? Well, first of all, I find it heartbreaking that she sees this as the only way out. Um, Absolutely. That's pretty devastating. Um, but besides that, the whole, like, kind of roping Sophia into it, mm-hmm. um, I think that's very, um, selfish. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 I just feel bad for Sophia because Sophia's, like, stuck between a rock and a hard place. Like, she right. doesn't want her friend to die, first of all. Yeah. And second mm-hmm. of all, like, she wants to be there for her friend, but at what, where's the line there, like, when it's it's too much? Yeah. And it's interesting because Sophia is about the same age, mm. and she has, you know, like, she's at the same point in her life mm-hmm. about as Martha, and they have different perspectives about what it means mm. to, like, live your life yeah. and what death means, at least at this point. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, like, I think Martha makes some pretty good points. And st- Like, I understand Martha's reasoning, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's a big, like, thing going around right now about, like, um, like euthanasia, like adult euthanasia or whatever. What yes, it? Medically yes. Medically assisted, mm-hmm. whatever it's called. Medically assisted suicide. Okay, yeah. And, I like, believe. it's just such, like, a tough line to draw like mm-hmm. I, I don't know um yeah I, See, I just think it puts Sophia in a really tough spot and Sophia yes. handles it beautifully I think I know um, yeah and also I know we're not quite there yet but shout out to Dorothy for mm-hmm. also being concerned about Ma yes yeah instead of I mean along with her friend right. oh I think that's really great right my thought and I don't know. I this just popped in my mind when I was um watching this the episode this time mm-hmm. is I I'm honestly like a pretty like I 
I feel like medically or doctor assisted suicide is like can be a very good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think what's different about this case mm-hmm. is that Martha isn't sick. Yeah, she's not actively dying. Right. She's not dying because she's tired of, like, she is tired of suffering, definitely mentally. I mean, obviously she has Mm -hmm. some, it seems from me, you know, in this Mm -hmm. 20-minute episode that she has some mental health issues. Mm -hmm. Like, maybe depression or just maybe loneliness. Well, I mean, like, anybody that doesn't want to live is, like, yeah. Yeah. Um, So she's obviously struggling with that, but, like... And she's suffering in a lot of ways, Mm -hmm. but she isn't so sick that she's close to death and death would be, in my opinion, like the, the right option for her, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think death would be the right option for her. Um, yeah. So that's kind of how I feel about it. Yeah. Um, I agree. Yeah. Like, it's an interesting topic because obviously neither of us have um close ties to it but it is very thought-provoking it is because it's like and i guess it's i'm like are we supposed to be thinking it in sophia's perspective because Mm -hmm. you know she's a golden girl or are we supposed to like who are we supposed to sympathize with i'm i'm thinking sophia um but also like i'm sure the older community, like, that that's not an uncommon thought. Sure, yeah. yeah. I can only imagine, like, the feeling of, I know Sophia talks about this a lot through the show, of just constantly going to funerals. Yeah. And, like, having to, like, your best friend's dying. Mm-hmm. And, and your family. devastating. Yeah, and I'm, I can't imagine the loneliness that Mm-mm. she feels. I mean, she talks a lot about, this is later, but she talks a lot about how Sophia has friends and family mm-hmm. and holidays and gets pretty specific. And that, t- I totally empathize with her, mm-hmm. you know, feeling of loneliness. Yeah. And, like, I'm sure somebody like Martha who doesn't have anybody around, like, that's mm-hmm. so lonely. Yeah, and, yeah, we're definitely not trying to... Um, invalidate her feelings mm-hmm. but we don't I I, and I'm assuming you don't feel like death is the right option no. for her no. yeah so do you want to move on yes okay so um, we go back to the girls yes and um, they're waiting for Harry mm-hmm. dear Harry and I love when Blanche comes out and uses the baby as an accessory mm-hmm like and she, she does looks the amazing. Earrings, and she's oh like, no, yes, I did that for the baby. They like shiny things. Yes, <laughs> I loved that. And when Dorothy says it's all wrong, Blanche, the baby doesn't match her shoes. Mm. I loved it. And um, Harry came in and does a classic Golden Girls doctor examination. Yes, where they look at you a little bit mm-hmm. and then make a diagnosis and yes. leave. Like yes. in two minutes. I love Classic. this comment about that is some outfit you're wearing or something like that. And she's like, oh, it's a negligee. And he goes, oh, I love it. It reminds me of something my mom had. <laughs> and then she's like, take him, he's wet. 
<laughs> I also loved when she sat. I we do not see Blanche when she sat down in the chair and she like lifted her like leg. Mm. That was hilarious. So we good. do not see her do that normally. She's like, like not subtle. Obviously mm-hmm. not subtle, but like whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and did you know that Blanche has a highly developed maternal instinct? Uh, I, I did not know that. (laughs) Well, didn't you pick up on it this episode? I, uh, not really. (laughs) Could have fooled me. Yeah, I know, right? What a woman. (laughs) So, um, he diagnoses Frank with an ear infection. Which, those things hurt. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. You used to have them a lot, mm-hmm. right? I Well, so I got... This is totally off topic. Um, no. I Okay. I got my tonsils taken out, and when I got my tonsils taken out, they put tubes in my ears because that's, like, a common, like, issue because I had strap all the time. Mm-hmm. And ever since I got tubes in my ears, like, it's not bad anymore, but... I would get ear infections all the time after right. I got tubes in my ears, and I never had that issue before, mm-hmm. but then after I did. But it was because I swam, right. and I had tubes in my ears, and you're supposed to wear earplugs, and what dweeb wants to wear earplugs? Right, right, not right. this dweeb. Not you. <laughs> Certainly not Jenna. No. It's but it's okay. It's fine. It's fine. So I can relate to Frank in this. Poor Frank. Poor Jenna. Mm -hmm. Well, he is just crying and crying and crying. And Rose has an idea. And I did not know that this... I really had no idea that was going to be in this episode. It was such a little pleasant little surprise. Mm -hmm. We love. Um, So they sing Mr. Sandman. Mm Mm-hmm. And I never actually caught that Rose said Mr. Sandman. I thought she always just said sing, and they all just happened to know to oh, sing Mr. Sandman. But how, funny. what a pleasant surprise. She says, boom. Yes. Boom. Boom, <laughs> boom, boom, boom. It is so beautiful. Now, okay, controversial question. Mm. Which girl mm. is your favorite? Boom. Dorothy. Okay, good. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> yes. Yes. Boom, 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 boom. I just like how they're all into it. Dorothy's just on the side going, boom, 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 boom. Yes. I loved it. But I also love Blanche's little cute little, she makes it cute. Yeah, she does. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Yeah, yeah. And their little dance moves. Yes. yes. Oh, we love. So this is a cute little number. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they leave the baby in the in the room because um you know it's asleep. And um this is where Sophia tells the girls this is where Sophia tells the girls about Martha mm-hmm. and her situation. And this is where Dorothy kind of, you know, is concerned about Sophia, which I love. Um I did love the line about you can't say no to somebody who pops for a seventy five dollar dinner. Tell them Blanche. Tell them Blanche. So good. <laughs> That was a great one. Um, do, okay, do you do you remember Blanche? But even as Rose was telling the Saint Olaf story, I was forgetting it. Yeah. As this was not a good Saint Olaf story. Yeah, I honestly am sitting here trying to think about what it was, and I don't remember. Literally, Jenna, she wasn't even done saying it, and I forgot it. Yeah. 
so not my fave. Um, and it didn't, there wasn't even a moment that I remember where it connected back to, um, surprise, surprise. Yeah. You know, relatable. So, um, the dreaded scene, not the dreaded scene, but what we've been nervous about is coming. Um, Sophia goes to Martha's and, um, it's really heartbreaking. Um, Sophia immediately is like, I don't think you should do this. And she gives, you know, her jewelry. She Mm -hmm. talks about her affairs being in order and all that. And she's like about to do it. And it doesn't get graphic or anything. Thank goodness. But she's getting ready to end her own life. And, um, I like how the scene escalates kind of quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, Sophia is like, hey, remember how we met? Yeah. And we wanted to get out of that hospital room and live our lives. And they start talking. And there's a lot of like really quick back and forth between the two mm-hmm. where it's like, um, I don't remember the exact details, but, you know, Martha talks about how Sophia has such a great life. And right. Sophia is just like, don't you just want to live? Right. And it's, it's very, um, it's, 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 it's very good acting. It really is because, like, there's dramatic music in the background and, like, the moment and anticipation is building up and you can feel the mm-hmm. emotion in, um, Sophia. Mm-hmm. Because Sophia's just, like, heartbroken because she sees how beautiful life can be. And she's like, yeah. you don't know what tomorrow could be. And, right. like, I think that goes for everybody, not just Martha. Like, you never know what tomorrow can be. Like, tomorrow you could win the lottery or tomorrow, right. you know, like, you never, yeah. ever know. And there's even a moment where Martha is kind of hesitant about what she's doing. And she says, if you're not sure, do not do, this is a permanent decision. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I think there's hope. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I know this is a 22 hour, I mean, 22 minute sitcom, (laughs) but I do, I, I do wish Sophia had called mental health professionals. Um, Rose is even like a... A counselor. Oh, yeah! What was Rose doing this episode? Taking care of a ba- Diapering a turkey. <laughs> diapering a turkey. I know, but she she has experience in this field. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I would still... I would still, even after this conversation, be somewhat hesitant to leave her alone. For sure, for sure. I don't know. It's still, I don't know exactly the right move here. No. Um, but yeah, that's how I feel. Well, like my thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Um, so they kind of end things with Sophia committing to taking care of Martha, mm-hmm. like as a friend, right. which I think is sweet, but I think it's important for Martha to realize like, life is going to be worth living, you know, and she doesn't need to depend on Sophia to live her life. I think Sophia can be a great, um, friend to her and a great, Mm -hmm. like consistent person for her. But I, I hope that she can enjoy Mm -hmm. life beyond Sophia, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, don't like leave it up to Sophia to make your life. Yeah. Because then that makes me worry about Sophia and her like carrying the weight of Martha's, Mm -hmm. Um, issues. For sure. You know. Yeah. But, 
that's quite deep for 22 minutes. I mean, this whole episode is pretty deep for 22 minutes. Um, I, I mean, yeah, I honestly I think for the 22 minutes, they did a pretty good job mm-hmm. um, talking about this really, like, horrible issue. Yeah. This, I'm going to be honest, this one's not really my favorite. I think it's a little too jumpy for me to really I think that's the writing. Buy into it. I think know. that's the writing. And I don't yeah. think that the, um, up until the end, I don't think that was a very good, um, side plot. I think that uh-huh. they did that whole side plot for that moment of Sophia and the baby at the end. Yeah, um, yeah. I think just for that little moment, I don't know if it was worth it. I agree with you. I for sure agree. Um, because it just... I don't even... It just, the vibes were off for me. I think the writing could have been better Yeah. at the very end. I think, like, when she picks up the baby, I think, I think the lines could have been better. I think they could have been, um, had a clear connection to her, um, Martha plot line. Yeah. Not, like, d- like, directly about Martha, but, like, I think they could have used some of the same wording, like, about living life and enjoying life to the fullest. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Um... That's, yeah, I, I wasn't a big fan of that. And yeah. I think the writing in the in the performances in the actual Martha and Sophia scenes were mm-hmm. good. I just don't feel like it was, um, I don't, not that, I don't, it's not that I don't feel like there was enough. I just felt like it was too jumpy for me personally. And I'm glad you did. I didn't, I didn't really buy into it as much. Yeah, well, I mean, even like they were at dinner and then they were back at home and then they were at dinner again. Like even the scenes were split up. And I think that's that one. That's the different writer. Yeah, I definitely agree. I feel like, I don't know. I think the balance could have been a little bit like, I wish there was almost a little bit more of um, Sophia and Martha, just a little bit more than the other plot. I think it was pretty 50 50. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the episode. Yeah. Yeah, that, 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 that was it. Um, I don't have any men to count for Blanche. You didn't notice any, did you? Mm-mm. I'm be honest, Jenna, this uh, season is pretty slow for Blanche. Oh. So, just, just keep that in mind. Mm. <laughs> um, okay, so do you have, uh, it is a, oh, this is an odd episode. Um, so I'm gonna pick... Um, Dorothy as my lady of the evening. Okay. I don't think it's a huge surprise, but I love how she looks out for her mother. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think that's always great to watch, so. Yeah. yeah that's my reasoning. I agree. Um, I'm gonna pick Sophia. Oh, um, Sophia. Because I think, you know, with this awful thing that she was, you know, met with I think she handled it with grace and Mm -hmm. I think um she she did the right I think she did the right thing I honestly probably I hope I would have done the same thing like been there for my friend but also like do my best to talk them out of it um but also probably making a phone call to 988 on the way to on the way yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Yeah, cool. Um, okay. 
What would you rank this episode? Six. I. You would give it a six, really? I don't know. Because I was going to give it a six, but I thought you, I got the feeling that you liked it more than me. Well, it's not that I like it. I think, I don't know why I watch it so much. Um, <laughs> I don't know what that says about me. I'm promised I'm fine. Um, I think, I don't know. Yeah, okay, six. I mean, you can rank it whatever you want. Yeah, six. I think you want to go with a six? six? Okay. Girl. All right. Um, golden moments. Probably them singing. I think them. Singing. That was sweet. Yeah. <laughs> I liked um when they were talking about um. Hidden blessings. Is it hidden blessings? What do you mean? Secret blessings at the very beginning, where Sophia says, "If I were a blessing, I'd run around naked." Oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, I love that. It's very good. Well, Jenna, next week we will be talking about Season 5, Episode 8. Dang. That Old Feeling. That is the one where Blanche sees Jamie. Oh. And she starts falling for Jamie Devereaux. Mm. Now this one's going to be interesting. This will be a good conversation. Oh, yeah. Like falling for your spouse's sibling. Yeah. <laughs> no, it'll be it'll be very interesting. I haven't I think I watched this one semi regularly when I was watching the Golden Girls more. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm curious. I think I'm gonna give it an seven or an eight. Okay. As a pre rank. What are you thinking? Seven. Okay, cool. I know how you love a good Blanche plot line. I do. Now, I don't know what the side plot is. Can you think of it off the top of your head? Mm-mm. Me either, but I'm going to let myself be surprised. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. Well, bye-bye now. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Shenanigans at Shady Pines. Be sure to catch our next episode. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any more episodes. Leave a review so more people can find us at Shady Pines. Be sure to check out our Instagram at shenanigans at Shady Pines. All one word. Until next time. Thank thank you for being a friend. friend.